welcome everybody to the second week of footy and froffies. Froffies. We're talking about the uh, panda for spelling of froffies off air, and now I'm going to be saying that for the rest of the season. So, thanks, Barn. How are uh, Ado and Barn here? Um, how are you, Barn? Doing very well, mate. And you? Good. Just as I get a phone call from Zimbabwe. Yeah. There, Barney. That's getting a slap later. Cool. Someone else can have all the money that I don't have. Um, yeah, how's the week been, Barn? We've just got back from Tumut. Fun yes. weekend away with the Club Trev crew. Your first one, how was it all for exactly. you? Exactly. Yeah, went down to Batley to meet the friendly locals and turned around and drove back to Tumut. <laughs> I think it was. Yeah, yep. it was a brilliant weekend, mate. You know, got around, got to meet all the locals, had a few beers and just did our own thing for 24, 36 hours. Yeah. You and me, the last two boneheads up at 3.30 in the morning. We were, yeah, last man standing Shooting again. beverages, annoying people. Two nights in a row, so. And poor old Brizey, his broken swag, two, um, two men... Reaching over the top of him and thrusting in his general direction <laughs> at about 2.30 in the morning. <laughs> yeah, Murphy was in fine form once again. Um, unfortunately, he's, he didn't make the, the uh, Club Trev podcast this week. We had to cut his stuff. It was that uh, we might put it out one day. But um, for now, we've left it off in the, ta- in the uh, sense of good taste. But um, we're here to talk rugby league. How much of the footy did, we, did you manage to see? I watched most of the games, mate. Obviously, we were away on the Saturday, so I didn't. I saw bits and pieces of it, but did catch up with some replays afterwards. Yeah, after the fact, I've seen a fair bit of the footy this weekend. Same, same. Um, did you? Well, should we touch on the news first? Um, so the big news, obviously, uh, which has been all over everywhere, is the coronavirus, and um, how's it affected yourself personally? First of all. Oh, yeah, mate. We've got a few um, new introductions at work. So we've got uh, hand sanitizers that's meant to be used every time you get in and out of the truck. Mm. Uh, masks, gloves, when you're handling money and, yeah. Yeah, because you have a lot of cash, aren't you? full on um, sanitizing your boots before you go into the warehouse and all the rest of it. So Yeah, because you're handling big cash and it's all be yeah. At times, yeah. Not pretty. And, um, yeah, alcohol wipes for the trucks and, yeah, they're getting pretty full on. So yeah. It's um, obviously something that... Um, <laughs> the majority of people are taken very, very seriously. So, yeah. Well, we had the meeting today, and pretty much been told, and I'm working from home from now on. So, um, I'll be doing tax season at home. So, I'll be setting up a room there and see how we go. Um, but uh, that's all to come. But let's stick to the topic now. Coronavirus obviously affected the NRL this week. First time in, I think, forever they're going to be cl- playing at closed grounds. Yeah. Um, what have you made of the news and what do you made of some of, I guess, Peter Volandi's comments, Todd Greenberg's comments, the fact uh, every other league's postponed, AFL have put it back four weeks. Yep. Uh, A-League's gone, uh, Nepal's gone, NBL's gone, Rugby League are barreling on because apparently they go broke if they don't. So they so, say. So that's another topic, but uh, well, it is this topic, but um, we'll touch on the virus itself first and how you think it's going to be received with closed grounds. Oh, it's going to be weird watching the footy with no atmosphere there. It's um, yeah, I'm pretty sure most of the players aren't going to be real happy to be running out in front of yeah, a couple of hundred people. Yeah, and, I, I think I think a few of them already said that it's uh, it's going to be even playing. Um, I suppose for a lot of even playing under 15s, <laughs> there's yeah, hundred people watching them, two hundred people watching so them. Yeah, yeah, there would have been at least a couple of hundred people. But um, I think uh, I think it was Blocker Roach said. Um, you know, it'd be weird at first, and as soon as you get hit, you wake up and go, right, that's it. So um, I don't know who that disadvantages and advantages. Maybe the teams, your big home ground teams like your Canberra's, uh, Newcastle, yep. uh, Leichhardt, what was a little bit of a Leichhardt game this year, this week. Yeah. 
Uh, Panthers especially, they had a good crowd the other day. Big, big noisy crowd, constantly. So um, they're the ones that might, they're, they're losing a little bit of an X factor, but um, so that's going to be an interesting thing. We might not even get to the the um, round yet, but <laughs> we'll see how we get through this one. Um, yeah, they're barreling through. Uh, and what have you made of the comments that, yeah, they've got no money? Yeah, um, what do you do, mate? Apparently they were they were using the money to buy assets, but I'm not sure if there's any anything there to the NRL's gone and bought it, gone and bought. So yeah, um, it's disappeared somewhere. Well, I think Greenberg got asked today, and he sort of just brushed it. But um, Valandis, which is fair enough, turned around and said it wasn't his job; he wasn't there. No, that's right. So the recommendation was six years ago, or whatever it was, fifty to million, put fifty yeah. away, and yeah, uh, it uh, made a good. fair bit of a difference nowadays, wasn't it? Well, Gus called him out of it. Um, obviously, all the journos are calling him out on it, and no one seems to have an answer. So it is. Um, it's like uh, when you get home from the pub, mate. And you got all, all the money's gone. <laughs> and the missus goes, "Where, where is it? <laughs> Where's that fifty oh, bucks? Four winners today? <laughs> no, I was up. I'm telling you." But um, so yeah, I, that's going to be an interesting thing going forward to see whether we get to round three. It's um, going to be funny coming through the telly too, I think, because even watching it from the telly, you get the atmosphere and all the rest of it. It's going to be pretty quiet. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to, you're going to hear. The I hope they. I sure. hope they mic it well. I hope if and they've moved, as I said, they've moved east to Leichhardt, I believe, unless I've misread. Um, so I hope they give them a chance to really mic it, so you hear the yeah, like the when you go down and watch the park A grade and you hear the contact. Hopefully, it's mic'd really well, so you get that sort of feel. I think they'll, if they're allowed to, they can cover it in a completely different way and have. Um, they should be really experimenting, trying to get drones out there and that sort of thing and no, trying to get real good close yeah. coverage. Um, uh, hopefully they do. I wouldn't be surprised if it does get suspended. I think it, I, it's the way it's going to end up happening. I think it's what's happening, and especially listening to a lot of quite um, unbiased and non-sensationalist news out of America and um, the UK and some quite smart people talking about it. It's sort of a matter of fact it's going to happen. I think, yeah. um, especially in Australia, what we've seen so far is that, um, well, one of the first of all, no one gives a shit about it about themselves, but apart of from course. that, it's um, over there, it'll be, we're only just beginning here. Now, schools will be closed, um, sport will be closed, it, netball's, netball's not allowed to netball's off till the 2nd of May, the daughter's netball, and um, cricket presentation we'll discuss tomorrow, and... Um, Rugby. All junior sports being, I saw the QRL has suspended junior and junior senior rugby, rugby league. Yes. Uh, so nothing's going to happen after school holidays. So it'll be a matter of, unless it's done really, really well, when something changes, I've got a feeling we're missing out a few weeks of footy. Yeah, unless, um, obviously, they're going to, by the sounds of it, going to try and push it as long as they can. Um, whether they wait until one of the players contracts it or whether it I thought they that would actually be the force point. their hand. I think that's <laughs> what happened with, by the government. I believe that's happened in the NBA. I think that's what they happened were with the NBA. Barrel on the next minute, someone's got it, and, and then like, oh, a couple of days later, two of his mates, teammates, had it, and yeah. Mm. So. The moment one someone can't try, someone can't train with a team, yeah. it's going to be. And you have to quarantine that entire team. You have to quarantine the team they played the week before, and yeah. it turns into coaching staff. It's just. Um, It'll end up being a month off, I'm guessing. You would imagine. Um, which, selfishly, is not good because it's all I've got to watch at the moment. <laughs> I don't know, doing the weekends. I have to spend time with the kids and the missus. Mm. That's depressing. Um, so any other thoughts for in terms of news from the week before we go through each game and have a quick look at what happened in the week that was? No, obviously, you can understand Landis has come out and asked for, um, for the government to consider some sort of um, stimulus package for the NRL. If it is going to keep going, they probably it's probably um, warranted with the amount of people that are employed, and basically it's a big business. It's probably one of the biggest businesses in the country. So, mm. 
Um, it's gonna yeah, there's gonna be a lot of tax and a lot of people getting paid from the NRL. But I know I can see the yeah I can see him having to suspend it at some point. I believe there's fine print in most players' NRL contracts that if TV deals go upside and stuff that. Basically, the yeah. contracts they sign aren't what they're getting paid. I think Todd yeah, mentioned something about renegotiating contracts if if it comes to that. Mm, so a lot of um, interesting, <laughs> just a lot of lawsuits in twelve. There's many a lot of lawsuits, <laughs> um, and I don't know who necessarily they're against if the NRL doesn't have any money. But um, mm. that's going to be interesting to see how that all plays out. Um, any other news from the weekend? The captain's challenge came in. Uh, that I saw. I think the first four were all unsuccessful. I haven't got the stats. I've meant to find it, but yeah. as usual, we've done our tremendous homework. Exactly. Um, yeah. I don't remember seeing one. I, don't, I didn't right. see a successful one. I think that if there was, there would have been a deal made out of it. You think so? I can't recall one from the two Sunday games. I'm sure it will happen, but uh, there was there was a couple of a couple of challenges I saw that were just ridiculous. Well, the Canterbury one was awful, and the I think the first three were all terrible. Yeah. Basically goes, oh, I didn't drop that, yeah. and then everyone goes, no, you did, mate. <laughs> but um, so that's a hand on the ball, yeah. But he wasn't trying to rip it out of your hands; yeah. he just dropped it. Interesting to see how that plays out next few weeks. But hopefully, it means it just goes away unless there's a howler. I'd much rather it did. They just yeah. go, well, that didn't work. Pretty Let's sure just there was one or two teams that didn't use it. So I think Bennett said he wasn't going to use it. Mm. His directive was not use it or use it straight away. It was one or the other. But um, yeah. we will. Glenn, this is really good for a footy podcast, but um, we've done our research. Uh, but we will see how that plays out the next few weeks. And we'll have, what about the rest of the round? We'll quickly whip through the games. Uh, Friday, uh, Thursday night saw Parramatta unimpressive, really, I thought, for the uh, hype around them. And uh, what do you make out of that game, Parramatta and the Doggies? Yeah, exactly. Um, it, was, it was a tight game, which was probably the only thing that kept any interest in it. Uh, neither team seemed to have any attack at all. Mm. And... Um, it was all very stutterish. Um, obviously, going into a review of the first round, it is the first round, so yeah, <laughs> that's, that's that, one that, thing as well. Is that walk away? Yeah, we got we got two points. You generally give most teams at least two the first two rounds, and then you know before you start to judge to see how they're really going. Yeah, two points and uh, conceded and conceded two points. So conceded two points. Um, yeah, Paris' attack was yeah. Ordinary, considering everyone's been talking them up to win or the top four all season. So, yeah, uh, and when we get to Super Coach, we'll talk about how that affected my team. Um, and on the Friday night, oh, just on the Eels Dogs game, Maloney was the best, probably best on ground. I think Mahoney, Mahoney, yeah, yep. 40, 43 tackles, scored a try. Um, yeah, tried his backside off. As we've talked about in a preview, season preview, and uh, on the weekend, the doggies' defence, like they didn't give up. They tried. They um, uh, Wakem played well, and their lock was quite good too. And I can't leave his name. Jackson. Jack. Oh yeah, I know him. Ma- um, yeah, Wakem looked a little bit better than most uh, rookies when they come in for their first game, and. Um, the smallest bloke in the Bulldogs team made the most tackles. Marshall King made 38. I think there's something there for the Dogs. I think they can be a team. They're always hard to do with the NRL teams because you can't say this would be a good team in threes because they end up getting pilfered. Oh, exactly. They um, just need to, yeah, find that little bit of spark. I think they're going to be the sort of water stick of the year. They'll they'll not get smashed. And they'll um, beat you if, and if you And if they play real terrible, they'll beat you. And... Um, you beat them by six or twelve. You'd line everyone else up through them. So you might go right. Para beat them by six next week. Uh, Tigers might beat them by eight next week. Dragons might beat them by six. You can see where they all line up. And if they turn the other way, that's what they're going to be. The I think they're going to be the watermark because they don't. 
play bad games. Yeah, they were tough again, like they were pretty much all last year. And the Friday night, so I didn't see a lot of the Raiders game because I was tucking into some delicious food down at the Royal Hotel in um, Jimmit. But uh, uh, Jack Waiton quite good, I believe. Jack Whiten was on absolute fire. He just started up where he finished last year. He was their best um, in attack by a mile. And how was he number six? His kicking game was really, really strong as well. Um, then you, you chuck in uh, George Williams. He he had a ripper game for his first game in Australia. Um, Excuse me, <laughs> Sorry. Just wearing most of my frothy. Um, um, yeah, really <laughs> solid in defence. Uh, and as... Uh, as I alluded to last week, it's a real strong running game, really strong in defence. He, he surprised me with his defence, actually. He was really strong in defence, and his um, short kicking game was really good. He came over with the reputation of a good defensive half, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. But he was really strong. And their forwards without Bateman there and losing a couple. Excuse me. Yeah, no, they were, they were stronger. They were playing the Titans, so they did what they had to do. First first 20, 25 minutes they were on fire and then they just sort of backed it off and just seemed to yeah. cruise home. And the question mark was in your right edge, so how did that look to your eye, David? Yeah, um, they, they didn't do a lot of work, to be honest. They beat them just on the edges and through the middle. So um, if you looked at their back line, Kotrick, Croker, um, Simmonson didn't got didn't get a lot of ball at all, mm. to be honest. Um, Curtis Scott did what he does a little bit and sort of runs away from his winger. He <laughs> seems to come back in a lot. He did, oh, but he did put someone. Uh, he did put through. He put. Um, he did come cut backfield and put someone through a hole. Yeah, he did, and that's one of his strong parts of his game. Coming off his right foot and getting the in, inside runner. Yep. But um, it might mean a little bit less ball for um, Simmonson. I think it was, no, it was actually Kotrick that was outside, Kotrick outside. Him, mm. and then Simmonson was with um, with Croker. But yeah, basically they're outside backs did bugger all. Uh, how, uh, anything for the Gold Coast? Is any positive you can take out of it, or is, are they just going to have they're going to be down off the Warriors, hoping the Warriors stay in the comps? <laughs> they don't finish last. Mitchell Rain made forty six tackles, which he's done for his entire career. Um, Peachy actually looked good with the style of play. I think they went a little bit too sideways. Yeah, but obviously it suits Peachy broken field play and trying to back in on the angle. And on the I believe outside. he's on the bench this week. So he was. Um, he was. I think he was their best, to be honest. Yeah. Um, Cartwright should never kick a football ever again. <laughs> he had some of the worst kicks I think I've ever seen. But that sort of came back to Ash Taylor um, putting pressure on him, not wanting to kick it and just throwing it to him, and so he kicked it. Yeah, yeah. Ash Taylor, how was he? Yeah, um, he looked a bit gun-shy, to be honest. But He's all right. Um, he he's real good at getting back on track on the nines, and then we're back to Ash Taylor again. Yeah. And um, Emre Goulet, uh, big, big 45 minutes. Yeah, he came on, made eighteen tackles and sixteen hit ups in forty five minutes. Scored a try. He was he was dynamic for him in the front row. Excellent. Um, the Queensland Derby, Cowboys Broncos in a new st- the new stadium looks good. Yeah, it did look real good, didn't it? Yeah, it was impressive. Um, so the opening there, the Cowboys, the Broncos got better. The Cowboys, and we sort of, well, I sort of pointed out that they're missing a few of their gun forwards. Unfortunately, they're going to miss one more with uh, Pengai. Pengai doing four weeks now. Putting a shoulder in the side of somebody's head. Yeah, on the ground. smart. But they smashed him in the forward. He is known for a brain explosion. How uh, would you take out of that game? Um, their spine looks pretty solid, actually. It's a lot more solid than what was last year. Um, Turpin at hooker. And then you got um, old mate coming on after him. The bloke he took his spot. Um, Not Dearden, you know. No, no, McCulloch. McCulloch, yeah, coming on and being tough in the you know the third. Well, he'll come and he reserve. makes those. Ta- it's, it's quite a clever thing to. Um, yeah, you have the bit of the flair there, and you know McCulloch's not going to miss any tackles around that. 
20 minutes either side of half time, 15, and, 20. Um, Croft controlled the long kicking game, which freed up uh, Milford a bit. Um, Croft was actually pretty impressive, actually. He was a bit more impressive than I expected Look, him to be. Again, something we flagged last week. Um, his first week on his own, he stood up. Yeah, he, he took them on constantly. Um, could he be a Queensland half? Pushed man? the team around. Um, yeah, <laughs> definitely could be, actually. We've got Is he Queensland? Cherries in there now, but... Cherries, yeah. I need a six as well. Yeah. But, um, and, yeah, their forwards were just brilliant. Payne House and I think it was most metres, 160-odd. 80 metres. Uh, no, it was more than that. It was 80 minutes too, didn't you play? Yeah, he played 80 minutes. So did Fafita. It, it might have been two 80 metres. Fafita went and scored right that start. try on his own and just ran... Asked a couple. Oh, that, over well, that was what, one of the moments of the uh, of the round. Yeah, Feeders trying, definitely. And uh, Val Holmes' first game back. What do you think? Kind of what I've expected. He was pretty stiff, to be honest. He seemed to run upright, a bit upright compared to what he used to run. Um, he scored that try that he scored quite a few of when he was here. Um, just folding across and beating the centre and sort of pushing over him and scoring in the corner. Will he be right at fullback or is he a winger? No, no, I think he's okay at fullback. Um, he, he did struggle a little bit under the high ball, but it's going to take him four or five weeks to get used to that. And Drinkwater Morgan? Drinkwater was really good. Um, more of a runner, obviously, than setting it up, which yep. sort of... Um, Morgan seems to get lost mm. at times when the pressure's on him to get him into a corner or put on that big play. He seems to sort of he'll stop and stutter and it you know takes time away from everybody. But What is he? Like he's played centre for he's played centre for Queensland. He's hasn't played, he? he's played for fullback. Queensland. He's played both halves. What is he? he good question. <laughs> I don't good know. Question. I was asking you. Well, he's probably for Queensland. He's a perfect utility. Realistically, he's probably your perfect fourteen. He he's a fourteen. Halves, he can he's play your, he's, centre. Yeah, fullback. they don't. They won't need him by this year. So they I, play him off fourteen. Yeah. I think the best he's ever played was at fullback, but. Um, he's a good field goal though. Yeah, Clearly. very good field goal, and he does. He's got a nice kicking game but he does seem to get a bit lost and it goes a bit all bit all over the place it was um pretty close considering Cowboys missed 44 tackles yeah wow wow like the next closest was 35 I think I understand his first round but 44 tackles that's massive to turn around on that and to losing they lost potentially could have lost points. in the last yeah and they could have scored that could have scored it they could have lost by two in the last minute Four, I think six of those tackles were on the Fafita try, so there's, <laughs> You're probably there's right a bunch there, of them. <laughs> Saturday afternoon, what did we have? Where did we start on Saturday afternoon? Uh, Knights Warriors. Ah, so yeah, Warriors will finish last? Yeah. Well, they might not even be in the comp after next week. But That's the interesting thing. So they, I believe, in lockdown, um, they're going to spend the week here and then the talk is they're either not, they're not staying long term because they can't. Yep. Um, which is fine, you've got families and that. And um, if they go, they're gone. And I don't know That's how right. you can run a national rugby league competition without all your teams. Well, the national rugby league's probably right. Yeah, well, it is. <laughs> Get rid of the um, but it'll be um, a case of, well, they're going to be the no, buy anyway. I, I have no idea what they do. Do they put them in as a buy? Do they just scrap them? I'd say they'll put them in a buy. Yeah, I think they'll just scrap them for you. But, but um, that I saw they offered to stay a resort. A couple of resorts up in North Queensland have offered to. Uh, Put them up for the weekend. A couple of results in North Queensland offered to put Magic Ground on, and mm. which isn't. It'll be bad. It'll be a Big Brother style situation, but um, not the worst idea. Just to isolate all of them if they want to keep playing it and putting it up there for six weeks. But you can imagine what'll be happening in and out of um, North Queensland. Wow, 
But uh, put them, <laughs> the talk has been put them up there and uh, have a six-week competition out of uh, Mount Isa. Well, not Mount Isa. It'll be uh, Townsville and um, have them all up there staying in the one resort and doing that sort of stuff. I don't know how that'll work. They'd need a few grounds. They'd need to find some grounds. Ground does, he have, does the old ground still weeks. exist or has that been knocked down? I you think know? they knocked it down. It's the same. Sure they knocked it down. Someone will tell us. Um, <laughs> Hopefully. We but between, you could do research. it, especially between Shuttle and the Suncorp and... Yeah, yeah. Uh, Suncorp, and there's uh, the other good ground up there. Oh, Gold Coast. The Gold Coast. Gold Coast, Suncorp, and because um, apparently the hot weather's no good for, for uh, yeah, so they coronavirus. Say, who knows? As producer Mariah walks in and refreshes our frothy case. Thank, thank, you, you. thank you. Can you open it? Because my caring doesn't work. The 5.30 game was. Sorry. Sorry, we didn't right. touch on the Knights and the Warriors. We didn't actually talk about the Knights. No, talk about the Knights. We, no, talk about the Knights. About the we did too. Yeah, talk about your stuff. <laughs> How about that word? <laughs> yeah, so we've gotten rid of the Warriors for the rest of the comp. Uh, Wade Egan, pretty good. Yeah. Um, or just serviceable. Yeah, did a job. Uh, Brayley yep. was good. Both Brayleys. Yeah, they were. Um, the older boy at the Knights was a bit better than the one at the Sharks, but yep. um, he was very, very impressive. Um, first try from from the Knights, David Saifidi, that was a massive run. Yeah, yeah. Straight over the top of a couple of them. And well, he was someone we'll get to catch. Yep. Uh, yeah, and um, anyone... Um, their spine looks a little stronger, obviously, this year than what it did. you got, obviously, Braley and Pierce and um, Ponger at the back. Uh, Kurt Mann... Played a very good game. Um, I, I wouldn't be hoping for him to do it every week, but no. he did play very well this week. How old's he now? 27, yeah. 26, 27. Uh, Connor Watson, play much footy? I didn't. I don't think I saw him get on. No, I was just thinking that. Is he injured? Is he injured? Hold on. I'm going to look like a dick. Uh, yeah. This is a good footy podcast. We've done our research. Uh, but when you do a first one, you do four or three days in but, the tournament, um, yeah, they, it's hard um, to keep up. The Knights blew them away early. It was pretty wet and miserable over there and windy at times, so made um, point scoring hard. But mm-hmm. Warriors missed 22 tackles. There were, I, could, I couldn't really pick anything out of the Warriors. I feel sorry for two of us. He should have stayed at the Roosters or gone somewhere else. Yeah, it's life choices. He's a top-class fullback, and he's got to play with that mob of footballers, <laughs> but... And I think there was an injury out there. I think he's gone for the year. Uh, Tane Milne, wasn't it? Oh, Tane Milne, for the yes. season. Yeah, ACL, that, that helps the Warriors heaps. Yeah, yeah. Already yeah. struggling. And the and Panthers? Shark South. Shark South, yes. Shark um, Sharks were absolutely dreadful in the first 40 minutes. I don't know what the hell went on. They just could not hang on to the ball. Um, they only scored the one try, and that was when they had 10 men on the field, and then South's come back and scored again. So it was one all with <laughs> 13 on 12, <laughs> which isn't really impressive. Um, Jaden Sewell was really strong for the South in the back row. Who you were mentioned last week. Yep. Um, it was a... And who made my super coach team, so well done. Uh, Reynolds ran the ball a little bit more. I don't know if it's captaincy, a bit more expectation, but he was actually really good. Um, kicking game was perfect. Yeah. And he had a couple of runs there. He scored the first try, jinked past three or four of them. The defence was a little soft when he got real close to the line, but probably should have stopped him, but he's got in there. So, um, Latrell. Latrell, average. Mm. Didn't do much. So uh, and a couple of really I think they're quite aware, back, and you, you know, 
Bennett comes out and says it was always a plan to bench him after 50 and this and that, which in a way makes sense because he did openly say he's, he's not just fit. not fit enough. Yeah. He's not fit. Simple as that. Bennett knows he's not fit, so proof's going to be putting he's going to be up to – he's going to have to make himself fit or he's not going to play fullback. He had some big strong runs through the middle, but he didn't go searching down an edge or go through a hole or anything like yeah. that. So um, obviously that that will come. If he's there for long enough, obviously it'll come. Yeah, he's, and you assume he's working his ass off. at his best. He's – Oh, no doubt. He's right up there. But, um, so yeah, missed 25 tackles, 13 errors. It's not good enough from the Sharks. Fafita looks like he's injured. I don't know what's going on there. He looks so slow. I don't, I've never seen him move so slow. Either he wasn't interested or his knee's completely stuffed. So between him and Aaron Woods, who someone pointed out to me the other day, he's only 28. Yep. They've just gone. They've, what are they anymore? No, that's right. Woods is a 30-minute hit-up. Just hit it up. He was the best up, prop in the up. game four years ago. Yeah. And Fafita was the best prop in the game two years ago. So, yes. <laughs> um, Going well with the props. Mm. Um, Johnson looked like magic for I was about the last 15 about minutes. Yeah, exactly. The, the first, yeah, 55. You could, it was very average. So as a Sharks fan, right. what hope do you hold now? Um, that round one was... It was only round one. <laughs> no, um, the forwards, yeah, they looked a little undersized and a little slow. Um, Toby Rudolph looked okay. Uh, Jack Williams wasn't as good as I thought he would be. He was really good at the end of last year, and he, he was pretty quiet um, on the Saturday night. But no, we're uh, from from looking at every game, still sort of looking at eight bottom eight, as we said, somewhere between six. New fullback, but yeah, he was average. Mm. Waiting on the others to come back. Yeah, yeah. Um, He's still a bit too small. They're crying out for Moylan. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Dugan. Oh. Uh beat the Roosters. I think someone managed, managed, mentioned last week that um, if they're ever going to beat the Roosters, it'd be round one because Roosters lost six of the last seven round one games. What do you see of the game and what do you make of Penrith, who some of us might have said... No hope, and really didn't see any of it. This was sort of mid throws of Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> we were at Chubert, and the pub didn't have the telly on, which yeah wasn't exactly yeah didn't make me real happy. But um, uh, I did watch a replay this um this afternoon on the game. Happy Coruscant obviously had a blinder. He's um killed it in Supercoach, but he made fifty six tackles. Yeah, wow. 50, That's big, big. Going through it, and you look at the top tacklers for pretty much every team, Josh Hodgson, 39, and Picoris, it's the hookers. Yeah. You just tackle all day. Yeah. All and day. we'll get to it. That's sort of the concern on the Billy Walters long-term hooker. It's like, mm, it's a lot of work. Um, yep. You've got to be that. <laughs> you got to be a tackler. Eight runs, 100 metres. He absolutely brained it. Um, Yo was good. Mm, mm. Very good in the back row. Um, Cleary. That the try he put on for kick out was really nice. I don't know if you saw it, but um, I did. I, I watched the, uh, into yeah, the line NRL and, mini. It was yeah, into the line and then popped it off to Cleary and yeah, into yeah. the line and across again. It was that was a really nice piece of play. Uh, Penrith surprised me a little bit. Um, their outside backs are good, but they matched them and if, if not beat them in the forwards, considering who you've got in the Roosters. Here's the thing about the Roosters. Um, yeah, they got an injury speed, but. As we said with Woods and Fafita, you're only every year away with your where your Hargraves of the world being too old or getting a bit, a bit slower and all of a sudden they start getting hit again so I don't want to be here. In, in. Well, he topped the tackle count with 42 with Friend. Yep. But um, he's always been known as that destructive ball runner. So yeah. I don't think we saw much of that. Yeah. And Flanagan. Uh, 
controlling a, the top team. Um, yeah, I was Jury's always out. I was a bit worried when he was at the Sharks. To be honest, I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah, he's um he, he can kick really well, but the rest of his game sort of he's sort of he, he's sort of famous for that that famous sort of chip and chase try and the yeah, few little bits of pieces and, and the long kick. But other than that, I'm now he's got a, now he's got a Phil Cooper Cronk shoes, and we talked a long time about that. And I think the most of the ball playing goes back to Cleary, which sort of is going to make their season a bit harder. Mm. They can you can target the one side and yeah, shut it down. Mm. And where's that leave your Manus of the world trying to wait for the ball? Yeah, hoping to jump over someone and run away, or yeah, someone drops it and he grabs it and runs away like yeah. he did on the weekend. Yeah, interesting there. Um, interesting. Um, the Storm and the Eagles another ripping defensive uh, contest really for seventy minutes. <laughs> it was uh, well, they had one last year. It wasn't one last year? Like the, yeah, six, eight six eight or something. Yeah. Wasn't and it felt like that for most of it, um, yeah, well, which is good footy to watch. Well, it was good really to watch. It. And they they were still throwing the ball around. It wasn't just the you know when they they do get that forwards game where they basically play rugby union up and down the middle of the field. Yep. which we love to watch. Um, they were still having a go, but most of the, the storms sort of only scored from kicks as well. So it does uh, come back to their defence. They defended really well, but Cameron Smith would like, you can't say it anymore. Like he just kicked them to death. Yeah, he's five drop five dropouts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, he just completely controlled it with his boot. Yep. As soon as they were in trouble, got him out of there. When they were in, on the attack, put him in the corners and kept the pressure on. Yeah, it's, it's nice amazing. Um, and we're about to touch on the other game as well. The the old stages uh, when they're out, when in the right spot and they do the right thing, they, they still got the magic up their sleeve. The turbos. Yeah. Um, Jake, 47 tackles, 10 hit-ups. So his usual really tough game. Um, uh, Tommy didn't get a lot of <laughs> involvement, you know. There wasn't a lot of breaks. Where he loves that sniffing around Tedesco-style yeah. running off a second rower or a loose ball, and it, it was Melbourne, so he didn't, <laughs> didn't yeah, really well, Yeah, well, so. you know against Melbourne, the ruck's shut down, so you got to find somewhere else there. Yeah. Uh, and... I th- but I think Manly can take out from that game that defensive-wise they're going to match it. They're oh, be they're going to be better than most teams, and, I would imagine. Um, you know, they're going to yeah. – they'll be right. And, yeah, as I said, the the kicks, Vinvalu got two off a kick and um, Jerome Hughes was quite good for the, uh, for the Storm. He didn't look out of place in the seven. So yeah, because yeah, he, he was in and out there last year and yeah, he struggled and a bit. the back end, I think he played most of the back end when they got rid of Croft. Yes. Um, yeah, he looked good, 28 tackles and Smith made 35. Yeah, Levoy looked um, serviceable at hooker for Manly, but I got a little bit of concern there. I don't think they've got a backup. So yeah, and Tigers and Dragons finished around out. I do like. I'm going to say I do like the um, six o'clock Sunday game. It's just a nice way to finish your weekend and um, that last one or two knock it off and yeah, together. reflect on what you've done <laughs> and. Um, Get to bed by nine, but uh, I think it's not a bad time slot. It's better than the Monday nights for sure and certain. Definitely better than the Monday. And um, unless you can do a two o'clock Sunday, it, I'm fine with it. I'd I'll, I'll almost rather get rid of the Thursdays and go two, three, three, and have all your footy fix and, and be done with it. But Thursdays are how they are. Um, Tigers are good. Tigers are very good. Tigers are good for Tigers 60 minutes. Good. I thought first 20. They were average, about the but start to the game, but oh, it was awful. Didn't have the ball for three minutes, and then a penalty try in the corner. It was a penalty <laughs> try, and then Thompson drops one cold coming back, and I was like, "Here we go, this will be Not space. this again." Yeah. yeah, I was looking for the rafter at the Colonial that time, but um, 
we turned around all right. I thought uh, Luciano was tremendous, oh, really good. He was, yeah, he was, he was awesome. Forward. Uh, giving, if you want to give us a little bit of a bopper, um, the small forwards are all good. Musgrove, he, Musgrove as, was as good. we said, that big body, he looks like yep. he can feel that big body. And I believe Madge is keen on him, like he's yeah. well, softly, he took, softly. He took Cheekham's spot, yeah, because he was out of the team until mm. Brooks hurt himself. And then they brought Cheek. So I believe it's softly, softly. They want him to start by the end of the year, but he's not going to burn him out early. He was good. He was strong. Uh, but what do you say about Benji? He was just the uh, – he was on fire. And we, same with Cameron Smith. But Benji went um, back end of the game. He said, right, repeat sets, repeat sets, repeat sets. And, and at that's the start of the game, he just went, it's windy, it's wet, then yeah. spiral torpedoes. Like I, mean, I could is there a better the, is there a better spider or torpedo in the game than Benji? No, him and Reynolds are the yeah. probably the two. Yeah. But, um, I remember trying to catch the one that end over end back when, yeah, <laughs> when yeah. I used to play. I couldn't. I could barely catch yeah. them. So because the spirals just stuck. Yeah, you know, and if the you're all used back. to be to, to kick it sixty meters down the field. Yeah. It wasn't to kick the kick sixty come, meters. What happens is when they peak, they come straight down and they start. Or they dropping. start doing big circles yeah. and if you don't hit them right. Yeah, <laughs> Mate, um, an absolute nightmare. He was he was awesome. Um, Frizzell was a beat. Frizzell, honestly, the Dragons were terrible, to be honest. Um, there was times where they were just loitering, doing nothing. The only reason I think they even got a repeat, uh, they even got some possession in the 20 in the second half was Frizzell. Mm-hmm. He made two or three breaks in a row. And, yeah. uh, but apart from that, I think as a Tigers fan, good signs. Uh, Fords were pretty good. Billy Welders was good. He was good. Good. Yeah, Benji was, was good. great. Uh, Reynolds did a job. He didn't try to do too much. He got hit a couple of times. He got smashed by Sims. <laughs> Sims was good, actually. I'll give him that. Um, yeah, but that's his go. He sort of fires up. And yeah, but you could see, you'd see the message. You'd see the game again. plan would have been all week. You're going to hit Brooks. Mm-hmm. And when Reynolds oh, turned up, Reynolds. yes, oh, that'll do. <laughs> Whatever it is, they've trained a week for him to smack him. Um, Frizzell made a couple of nice breaks down the sideline. Yeah, he was awesome. He, he was, was really awesome. He'll play point. Origin again. Yeah, he'll be. He's in so. the top handful of forwards in the game. Should do. Um, Dewey woke up late in the second half. Leilua didn't get a lot of ball. Thompson was apart from his first twenty minutes was good. Um, Nofa you know, Nofa was great. That's so quick, I didn't. Yeah, know. <laughs> he had a real good game so actually. Any strip, his strip was good. So. Good signs there. If I was a Dragons fan, look, um, we'll get to our uh, next segment soon, but someone might be getting a slap there, but we'll get to that in a second. Um, so any major takeouts from the from the round? Anything really that hit home, struck home with you? Well, the Broncos forward back for that half an hour, then they just tore them apart. That was, yeah, that was super impressive. Um, Benji, Benji was... My player of the week, mate. Like, yeah. We said it so many times last year, just towards the back his, end of the year. His last eight rounds last Best year. I think I've ever seen him awesome. play. Yeah. You know, obviously he doesn't have that extra bit of flair that he... But it suits him to away because all of a sudden he goes, well, I'm smarter than these blokes and just I'll pace the game how I want it and I'll get it when I want it. And when, when he suits him, he has got 15 metres up him where he can put a step on. Mm-hmm. Um, but apart from yeah, any other players, young players, we're going to get Supercoach soon. We're going to have a, I'm going to take a very quick break. Yeah, I think that'll probably wrap up the weekend of footy. So looking back, I think that's our comprehensive look back, and we'll turn our attention forward and see what's coming this round. So on the back of all that, the Supercoach Barney, how was the first week Supercoach for you? And the uh, you can find the footy in Froffy's League, which is now full actually, Barn. We can't it make is. any bigger. Can we? Twenty spots, no. They're all full. We filled a lot, so we had a lot of fun with that this year. We're going to bring in uh, a 
reigning champion each week. Uh, it'll start at the start of the. Uh, we have a beautiful title belt, which you won't get in the year, but we'll get. We'll get a personal trophy. Um, so when we finish the first three rounds, which are the money building rounds, exactly. When we go to head to head, the highest scorer in the Footy and Throthies League will be crowned champion. And the only way to get that belt off them is to beat them at head to head. Yep. So like if uh, our man Kyle here is the champion and you play him the next week and you beat him, you get the belt. Um, when we have Spielberger back and we have the beautiful title belt, we'll get the belt out. We're going to have it here and we'll pre- and we'll come and present it to you uh, if you're a local. I'm not going to mail it to you because <laughs> it's not my belt. It's Flobber's belt. But um, so we can have some fun with that. So the reigning champion at the end of the year. So not only we have a league champion, we'll have the. Linear champion. champion. The linear right. world heavyweight champion. champion. <laughs> the so you might, frothy super coach. Yeah, the footy frothy super coach champion and then the league winner. So we'll do trophies of both of them. Um, so how was the first week of super coach for you? Uh, talk through super coach in general. How did you go this week? Uh, any Anything we pointed out that we were real clever about, anything we missed? Uh, anything, any players that snuck under the radar from what you saw? Well, we mentioned the Brisbane forward pack, and I don't think I had any of them, and they all scored massive points. So. I had Carrigan and Flegler. So. Oh, I had Carrigan, sorry. And um, as a, a backup forward, second rower, that he's a very handy option. Mm. Um, and, yeah, not he pro- priced very well. So he should make some very good money uh, once once the price increases start. Um, our carryover champion at the moment is Kyle. As we've um, we've put out the league all over the place, so I'm not exactly sure who Kyle is. <laughs> well done, Kyle. <laughs> if you are enjoying the show, let us know. Let us know. Right in, because all. you can come on and tell us how we're doing anything wrong. 1,121 points. Yeah, That's killing it. Killing it. Uh, the leader was uh, 12.40 was the top score for the weekend, so... That's not a that's not a bad start at all. Um, hundred behind. Obviously, you don't want to be too far behind, like myself. Fell in a bit of a hole. Nine hundred and twenty. And shit, Trev. Um, yeah, he, Trev from Club Trev. Trev from Club Trev. He did all right. He did. He's he must have some good advisors. Um, one thousand and ten. Myself on nine twenty, and um, the old Dagster on eight hundred and ninety four. Mm. But um, but um, twenty six points isn't. There's nothing really, really. Not a bad, yeah. It was okay, you know. Once I get some money in the bank, I'll be right. Um, you had a bit of a brain explosion with your captain, which quite cost cost you quite. Yeah, so I went uh, towards Parramatta, doing a bit of a job, and back yep. Mitch Moses, as captain, we all said last week, and and it didn't work. Uh, didn't and work. so they haven't beat. So yes, I missed out on a bit there. Madison was serviceable as vice captain. Yeah, good, very good. It's good. Power back back row, like you said, was quite good. Did you avoid Rich Madison kick out for me? You know, pretty happy with them. To power as usual. Uh, Appy Corusau. Absolutely. Big I week. Think, I think it's a top score of the week. If not, it wasn't far off it. He, you know, there's, someone else, there's one above him. I've got it here. But He was amazing. As we touched on earlier, 50-odd 50, 50 tackles, 10 runs. Um, added that spark around the middle of the ruck and just, yeah. When when he when he decided to go, he made a big difference. So, Barn, for your super coach advice this week, uh, is this a matter of leaving things for you and waiting until the head-to-head starts? Or? Yeah, well, the prices won't change this week. Yeah. So, if you've had a gun, have a bad week. Um, you don't need to get rid of him this week because he's not going to lose you any money this week. If he backs it up with another bad week next week, obviously cut your cut your losses and run before he starts losing money. 
and um, upgrade or downgrade to however you decide to go. If you want to free up some money, go for someone a bit cheaper and put that money somewhere else or you um, try and if you've got a little bit of money laying around, you go on top of what you've already got and maybe go up a couple of levels to to a gun in whatever position that you're struggling in. Yeah, I'm just looking at the most traded out. Uh, Teva Tiano and Mitch Moses, everyone's dumped them straight away. Wow. And most traded in, everyone's jumped on Yao. That's just from my team, but there's a couple of um, ones there. You probably see the same that you're looking at, but Yeah, well, um, everyone's punting for feeder already. Um, mm. He did, as we said earlier, looked very slow and very sore. Um, I think he's carrying injury, but obviously we'll never know until he breaks down or the club comes out and rests him. Uh, Jared Croker, funny one. He's probably... He, considering he only scored 27 points and kicked six convert or four conversions. It's what you touched on earlier, that he just not touching a ball now. Nothing. They, they just played him down the middle. I think I don't think they wanted to, you know, they didn't need to stretch themselves, so they didn't. Um, Whiten basically was just breaking holes before the ball got to Croker. And is that the old, um, is there an element, and it's hard to do in Supercoach because you only get so many trades, is there an element of um, some teams having to buy against teams they're going to beat. And they just go, oh, we'll give, you've got to be aware of, well, Cam Smith might be rested this week. If they're up by four points in the competition round, you've got to go, well, what would I do with him? Yeah, exactly. Um, towards the end of the year, the, by, by the sort of last five or six rounds, it shouldn't matter too much because your side should be pretty much... Yeah, you know, you've got... You, you know, know you're, where, you're where where it's going to be. Um, the big thing that'll hurt you was when one of your better players goes down 10 or 15 minutes into the game or the coach decides to rest them this week one hour before the game and you're busy at the bar and you don't get around to swapping them out of your team. <laughs> so they get your zero. Which um, you'll learn all about, considering this is only <laughs> you've only done a second year of entrepreneurships over last year. Part. But um, so, question for you: I'll play. Um, oh well, actually, a couple of things I want to touch on. Just from my opinion, um, Blake Ferguson not a big game, but worth retaining because he'll have his big games coming for him. Where he's yeah, well, that's what ba- all those points were basically just tackles and um, yeah. and his hit ups out of. There's going to be so games he can score three, four tries. Generally, that's basically going to be his lowest score. That's his base score. Is most of them like to. Coin it. Um, that's generally what you're going to expect out of him most weeks. He scores a try or sets up a try. He's up to 60, 80 points. So I'm going to ask a question here. I'm going to play, put my apprenticeship back on and say, right, East second row are Tupanua, uh, MCL. So he could be three weeks, could be six weeks. He's two, six, seven. Mm-hmm. Um, would you be holding him till the prices went up? As I tell you to point your microphone again, as I tend to do a few but. Um would you be holding him? Would you be looking to get rid of him straight away? Or would you be going, mm, well, let's just see where this injury goes because we can work around him for a week? Uh, you don't want to hold more than one to two players, non-playing players on your bench. Uh, they need to be... So the first three rounds, money. it's an average, hey? Yep. So, so after, if he plays one game, that's his the, average anyway? After three games of football, that'll come up as yep. an average? No, they have to play three games. So, so if, if you no, only just play the pre- one... Your price won't change until you yeah. play your third game. So if he comes back in round six, his price won't change until round eight. Yeah, okay. Um, so, But it's whether you can hold him. And so my take, I'm thinking I'll save him until I can cash out some others and cash out two at a time. Sure. And hopefully grab hopefully grab someone else who's looking good and then you can flick him as well. Yeah, if you've got if you've got playing players on your bench, like as I said, if you as long as you don't have more than about two players that aren't playing at all, on your bench, you can probably afford to yeah. hold, especially this week with no price changes. That's what I'm thinking. So the um, question is, do I burn a sub now for to bring in someone else that's not even playing, or do I just? 
I wouldn't unless you could probably get someone in like um, Emre Gula that we were that I mentioned yep. before came on forty five minutes and made a massive impact. I think he got eighty to nine. As I stand up and put points. your microphone straight to your mouth, so you can, there you go. Put it in my mouth. There you go. Calm down. That was Saturday night. Let's not talk about that. <coughs> She's gone now. <coughs> Doesn't need to know. I don't want to remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, cool. So, me. <laughs> but no, um, the the best piece of advice I can give you this week is not to trade at all unless you have to. Yeah, That's the question. So, someone he might be out for twelve weeks. Big money. Player. I don't know yet. Yes, he might be back in three. But you probably know more next. So, week. I'll know next week. So MCL, you don't know. And um, by the time next week comes around, there might be another injury, and there might be a, a cheapie that comes in at one hundred and seventy, and you can swap him straight across. Yeah, and make forty. So instead of, I don't, I don't want to burn two trades now. Essentially, yep. When I could maybe sit on him for a week, and then it's just sort of interesting. Yeah, if you make two trades every week from here, like from the start, you'll be gone by you're about burned. origin time. Yeah. So at the back end of the season, you're not going to be able to do anything. So I think I'm going to be a bit of a grit and bear it till. The prices all change, and I go right. I can bring in a half. Um, so, should we get onto our super coach salute and slap, Barney? This is your idea, so you can run this. Yeah, right. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna summons our inner Trent Barrett, um, Nathan Brown. Sorry, Nathan Brown on Trent Barrett. <laughs> <laughs> Trent Barrett remembers it, I'm sure. Yeah, um, and um, yeah, we're gonna give out a, a slap to Fafita. Um, if he's not injured, that that's nothing like what. The bloke's getting paid for, <laughs> especially for my super coach team. Yeah. So he needs a bit of a rev up. And um, the Parramatta Eels for their performance this weekend in the NRL. Um, Double slap. Well, yeah, that's it. We've got one from the super coach, one from the NRL. Uh, Parramatta, yeah, can't, if you're going to be. Uh, I don't have yeah, slap, but we cracking. can do this. No, not that one. What not the that one. What are you doing? <laughs> so that's a slap for this week Actually it's a good one <laughs> So yeah Andrew Fafita needs to lift his game Otherwise he's going to get punted by A hell of a lot of people next week And Parramatta if they want to be At the end of the year Obviously it's only round one But I think majority of people thought They are going to win by at least 20 Yep and I will agree I am going to back up and go the Parramatta Spine Which I invested in Thinking, you know, off we go. Mitch Moses, Dylan Brown, Madison Ferguson. Yep, expecting bucket loads of points. <laughs> <laughs> Not ideal. Uh, so, Squiddy Drink, what did he do well though? So I'm going to salute him. I am going to salute, uh, the first salute, and we'll do an NRL one as well. So we'll do a league yeah, in general. Do a super coach and an NRL one. Each week. So we might have to split them going forward so it makes sense for some people. Of course. Um, but... I would suggest, uh, super coach wise, yeah, drink water, not bad, but Appy Curacao super coach water for his uh, cheapish price, and I don't, I think the smart players none of them missed him because lots of people had him. So yeah, exactly, um, what a weekend for him. Um, so hang on, what have we got here? Yeah, yeah that's pretty close. And Barney, who are you going with? Uh, my super coach team it was Ponga. Um, he wasn't as involved as he can be at times when he's tearing teams apart, but he still did a really good job. And, yeah, he's just my salute. So, Caleb Ponga. Goes on for a while. Um, so, yeah, and let's just touch back to round, the rest of the round. Um, you've got a salute and slap for footy in general. Oh, well, I'm going to salute you, Daggy. Yes. He's got a winner up in the punning disaster class. Yes. We'll get oh, we'll that. Later on. Oh, back to that. <laughs> I can play for the rest of the podcast because it's about me. That's not an app. Three, two, one. 
Thank you, Devani. I'm going to go with uh, Benji Marshall. He just put, talk about a don't know about masterclasses. He was on fire. The way he controlled uh, the back end of that game, the way he controlled the whole second half, really. Yep. That whole second half, Dragons had nothing, and um, for the same reason, I'm going to go with. Uh, you can also got a new podcast studio here. Um, I'm going to go with the Dragons forward back as the slap because. Um, we touted they might have – on paper, they've got one of the best forward packs in the comp, top three, and apart from Tyson Rizal and two hits from Tarek Sims, they didn't even turn up. No, they got walked all over, basically. Um, against a young forward back, like I said, Luciano was very good, but a young, small forward back, and they dominated. There wasn't a yelp. I don't know what it says about Ben Hunt. I don't know what it says about um, their other halves and hooker. Um do you have anything else? A salute and slap for the comp in general? No, that's it for Cam Smith. Cam Smith. Good player. Oh, Cam Smith. <laughs> same, <laughs> same as Jesus Benji. Jesus, subscribe to the uh, Footy and Froffies podcast because we'll tell you Cam Smith's a good player. So um, <laughs> you heard it here first. He's only 37, but you heard it here first. Um, thirst. Yeah. Mm. Um, Get on to this Should week. we look at this week? Yep. Uh, no other final words on Supercoach or. I hope I do a lot better than I did last week. But good on you. We're looking forward to announcing and crowning our first champion in two weeks' time. And we'll see where this one heads. But let's head into round two as I pull up my app here. Talk amongst yourself, listeners. Dogs, Cowboys. Dogs, Cowboys. There's a game I didn't realise I didn't want to see. Um, at, up at, uh, where are they playing ANZ? Are they still play at ANZ? It's changed. So. Yeah, with 400 people in there. Uh, how's, how are we looking now on a Thursday night? Where you make this game? Oh, same as last week, really. Um, Cowboys should beat them, uh, but who knows? Uh, Cowboys, I think, have got a lot, a fair bit more in their, their sparking attack with Drinkwater and Holmes and Morgan, but it's a matter of whether they click or not. If the Bulldogs can rush them and bully them in the middle, then they, they're half a chance, but I expect the Cowboys to win 1-12. to 12. I can't argue too much there. I suggest it's, again, as I said, uh, oop, that's rude on a podcast. Give me a sec. <coughs> you should do the same thing, Barn. Well done. Um, they, I suggest that it's, uh, they're going to be the measuring stick, as I've said earlier, and we'll see where Cowboys are at. They, if they win by six again, they're what they are. If they put a dr- you look at that team, though, you think they're capable of putting a job on them, but they are. Cowboys will whack away. Uh, Adam Elliott, Josh Jackson, Wakeham, all good last week. No real changes. Kieran Holland's fallen off the face of the earth from where he was for about three games at the start of his career. Yep. Um, yeah, 1-12 to 12 is fair enough, just in respect to the Bulldogs more than anything. Yeah, that's it. More in spec- respect out of, for the Bulldogs, but, um, yeah, it could be anything. Any super coach you might find out of there? I've got Morgan in my team. I'm not sure how much longer he's going to stay in there. But, uh, and I got drink water. Same yeah, thing. Might but even be a swap for drink water, to be honest. <laughs> mm. And and in terms of what you're doing, you're just hanging and banging until you make a bit of money, and then you'll start your swaps. Yeah, well, um, I had quite a few um, proven per- players before before that would average around sixty that got twenty or thirty this week. So I'm not yeah, overly said, worried. You're, you're, um, you know what I mean? And but, like I said the minute I sell Mitch Moses, there's going to be someone here who score it up and then. Um, and same with Fergo, and I said, "Look, so there's a little bit of um, hang and see. 
we go to the, uh, I'm with you, Barn. I think out of respect, one to twelve. Dragons, Panthers, six o'clock Friday at Jubilee. Fifty-fifty, I think. Uh, Ravalawa's big out. Big out. He's injured. Yeah, massive and, out. And Tarek Sims big out. He gets suspended. Uh, yes. Yeah, but um. Yeah, Penrith should get away with it. The black, their outside backs look quite classy. Actually, You've got some pace. Um, Brian Tuu and uh, Brent Naden on the one side together. They seem like they can do a bit. I see of enough of it. How's like you know, we, we talk a lot about especially our local being Penrith. Um, where's Mansour at? Is he still a force? Is he not? He hasn't been for a bit. He seemed quite better. He's, he looked he good last. I thought it was the best game he's played in yeah, three years the other day. At least a year and a bit. Since mm. he got his um, face reconstructed face. for the second yeah. time, but um, Corey Norman, where where does he sit? He's got a horrible record, horrible haircut he just too. Seems to but, lose um, everywhere he goes. I I had big raps on him when he started. And he know. wasn't at Parramatta. He was a, he, he's, he, a fullback, he's the same player. He's a half, it's like what yeah. what is he at Parramatta? If you t- you've asked me three years ago, Parramatta was it three years yeah, Parramatta is if I think he's a fullback. Mm-hmm. I think he's got to be a <laughs> Can't disagree with the, you. The right? one I the, the one I liken to is and it's a bad one because it's sort of different, but a Milfordish sort of player, but a fullback Milford, not a half Milford. Yeah. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense to anyone listening. Um, I think he's a bit of. I think just you, you you take him out of everything. You have two people controlling it, uh, and he does his best. Through the ruck and through a little bit of extra support time to play. see what the defence is doing rather than yeah them rushing up yeah exactly uh, I don't know he, I, I I can't he has kicked field goals to win games but I haven't seen him control a lot of games to win um, that sort of thing so I'm I think I'm, they're sort of forced to stick with him I don't know if they've got anything else to come in and Ben Hunt. What do you make of him? Same deal. Exactly. He obviously not a fullback, but they've got two, what are they, halves? He was an awesome hooker for Queensland, so I don't know. He would be a very good hooker for some teams. You know, he's, he did it in State of Origin. He That's what I mean. 40, He'd be a good hooker at some tackles. teams, but what is he for anyone else? He's not a – and here's where Dragons are at. And, it's, and having watched them, like I said, quite closely as a Tigers fan, watched them last week, I don't know where they go. Dragons. I don't know what they've got. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think we're going to have a job at the end of the year, to be honest. They've got a um, strong forward pack, but they, yeah. on paper they do. And they've got two red hot second rowers. Mm-hmm. What is James Graham anymore? He might be on the yeah, uh, no, old list now. He's just doing his job now. He's on the old list now. Uh, what He'll is. Go back to um, his home, I'd imagine. Isaac Luke. Was, actually, Isaac Luke was good last week. He was really good. He was yeah, good. He was so, Paul Vaughan was good too, actually. So, and Frizzell. I can't slap all of them. So, uh, they did a fair job. So, and having actually looked at that, what does it mean for the back? What does it mean for the back? Dufty's good. The halves are the problem. Ish. They need a halves. They don't get the, they don't get good ball. The outside backs don't get good ball. Uh, Lomax was very ordinary, I thought. On the weekend and actually just looking back through. But yeah, no, Luke was good, Vaughn was good, Fazell was good, Sims was good, who's now gone. Yeah. Graham was there. They need halves. Yeah. Simple as that. And probably should be I know you do it, they're gonna have to look at the half and get Norman back to fullback. And Dufty into the centers. Oh, I've got concerns. Penrith might space them. And yeah, I thought Penrith would run last. <laughs> 
But I'll stick with the yeah, Penrith one to twelve. For Penrith, um, they're but you look at Penrith outside back. I didn't see a lot of Aitkins last week because we we're away. I will watch him closer this week. Aiden good, two good, two o good. Mansell well, good. Luai was good last week from reports. Christian Crichton back there, I think, at fullback. He came I think on. Aitkins and, came out. Yeah, at some point. I don't know if he got hurt or what happened. Um, but, sorry, but, who was good? Uh, Luai from when he was on the field was good. Yep. Yeah, he was good. So and they got a pretty good. They got a forward pack to match him. When you think you got Tamau. Tamo against Graham and Kikau, and they're on the upside, but Kikau against uh, Fumiano. Campbell Gillard. And yeah, yeah, do a job. Yeah, he did a real good job last week. So they, they, they might be specials this week, Penrith. And yeah, missing Ravalawa is a, a big out and see, like two massive outs. I think the odds reflect it, but I think uh, Penrith might be specials for me, Bart. Yep, me too. Broncos, Rabbitohs, interesting game. The old sea bold. Bennett yeah, rivalries reignited. The feud. What do you mate? I'm saying, look here, Davida Pange out, everything else is uh, as per program. The only reason I think the Sharks got close, I noticed at the back end of both halves that the South's forward pack got tired. Mm. They got slow and there was a few gaps around the middle. Braley jumped out and sort of made some space for the outside backs. Um, and Brisbane didn't. Their front rowers played 80 minutes, so... That's a young Ford pack. Yeah. And it's a lower big to uh, big Murphy boys. Knight. Um, up against yeah, your Carrigans, Hopawide, Fafita, Haas, Flegler. Yeah. They've got a f- real good Brisbane can win the comp next year, I think. And Croft looked um looked like it was what Brisbane was needing last year. So but next year Brisbane are gonna get rid of Darius, you're gonna have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. They're gonna um have Lodge back. Obviously Penge back is not in this week. And um, they have Dearden coming through and a few of young blokes. They could become a very hot side very quickly. Yep. Or oh, any any halves combination would love to be on the – you put that Brisbane pack in the St. George team. Yeah. Well, then the proof would be in the pudding, wouldn't it? And then you'd find out exactly where Norman and Hunter are, but – And Reynolds good, Cody Walker. Mm. Uh, and Reynolds very good, yeah. And what are you I making think- there? Yeah, Brisbane. Um, I wouldn't even be surprised if it's 13 plus, to be honest. Just the way that South's really tired in the last 10 minutes of both halves. And Brisbane were tough all the way through, even though they conceded late points and they probably got tired as well. Everyone's going to be better for the run, obviously. Of course. Uh, but that's a uh, an interesting game. and I think um, not a bad tip, but Warriors Raiders, how much do you need to talk about this? Um, Raiders by 30. <laughs> Yeah. Well, they've had a couple of their better players go home and they're not going to be back. And they're talking about loaning players from other teams yeah, to keep the, them going. Yeah, the next thing was that we'll yeah, pull nice. out the comp and everyone can borrow our players. All those blokes would be sitting there going, oh, I just want to go home. Like, you know. Haven't been there for two weeks. Don't care in the first point. I can't say don't care. That's not fair at all. Um, yeah, there's nothing to take out of that. The first game, they've got to stay here and then, you know. And this might be the, the week for all your Joe Croker and Simonson and Curtis Scott and Kotrick uh, Supercoach guys to throw the ball rack up some points, put forward to them and make everyone happy. East Manly, good game. Yeah, it should be a good game. Um, <laughs> I've gone out, obviously, at the start of the year and said I thought they were a real good chance of winning the comp, so I've got to stick with um, Manly. It, 
as I said, I'm a little worried about their hooker and their five eight. No changes uh, apart from uh, Tupanua injured. Okay. Yeah. Um, but Orbison, Crichton, back row, and they got they're going to have Cordner up their so. sleeve. Yeah. And obviously Cordner is a week away. Yep. But which is a funny thing, which is a bit, and maybe smart thing, given we talk about how Fords get old. That when they can, they're going to rest Cordner, knowing he's going to yeah, play Origin. Play. But and he was one of their be- one of their best in the grand final last year. So. Yeah. Oh, you know, your job you do, but there is an element of ring rust and stuff. But uh, I'm going Manly. Yeah, I'll be going with Manly. I'm one just to thinking. They're yeah. basically, from what I can gather, they're pretty much the same team, but. Um, Manly's got a few bigger, bigger, faster forwards, mm. and have um, yeah, because no, they've two only best fullbacks the in a game. Got Cherry and Kiri and you know, one of them turns up, they probably win the game on their own. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going Manly there, I am, and that will be played at Leichhardt. So we move from um, ANZ, I believe. Yeah, okay. So that will be played at Leichhardt, and and we had to Sunday afternoon Sharks and Storm at Jubilee. Yeah, Sharks' new home ground, which doesn't bode well for the next three years, I'd imagine. So is that a three-year job to build that? I don't know. I'm not sure if they're even – I think they're only doing part of the stadium. It's more for the the league's club. Redoing the whole uh, yeah. Club. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> how are you holding out hope for this weekend? Um, yeah, Cameron Smith probably kick us to the death like he did last week. But um, I'll <laughs> – if Johnson doesn't let in two tries and actually plays the way he can, we half a chance. But, yeah, um, the biggest takeout's probably Kamikamika from the Storm. If you're looking for a cheap forward. Yep. Does the job off the bench. He started, Sorry, start, he started last week too, yeah. No, yep. But he was off the bench last year. But, yeah, no, he did a real good job last week. And um, from the looks of it, he'll keep doing it. So. Yeah, I think that's. Um, I think it's gonna be a tough week for the Johnson's not going to be given the space he had at times last week, and I think it's gonna be a tough week for the Sharks. It'll be a normal Shark Storm game, I'd imagine, very similar to the Storm Manly game mm. last week. What are you taking at like is traditional Sharks grinding sort of hanging the game thing with no gallon? There is it a. Um, a bigger stretch? Yeah, they're a little bit soft around the middle. Yeah. Um, they're that little bit smaller with the back row. Yep. Obviously without Gallon there. And um, we did get – there was a couple of – probably two of the tries that from last week were pretty soft and they were back down the middle. Yeah. Which hasn't happened for the last couple of years. Yeah, and, and also so Cameron Smith – We'd probably win that game, On to be honest. Yeah, Cameron Smith week. and uh, Puppenhausen sniffing around there this week. He was so. good. He looked really good. Um, he didn't get a lot of super coach points because he sort of got pulled up at the last second rather than breaking the line. But yeah. there's going to be games where he just breaks the line yeah. and scores. Was, and yeah. He's going to score a million points. So, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm thinking obviously Melbourne, uh, but – Interesting, interesting yardstick to see where Sharks are at. Yep, definitely. Yeah, Melbourne one to twelve. Tigers Knights four o'clock on a Sunday from Leichhardt as well. So the double Leichhardt this week. I am, I am actually anticipating more and more stuff being moved to some. Not that it helps any of the spectators, but being moved to smaller grounds smaller so we can be better mic'd and better viewed. And obviously Leichhardt's the go-to for Canterbury Cup and. Uh, Ron Massey and that sort of thing. So the they get it's well right set up. Down on the ground. Yeah, so you it's well set up to have right real good, yep. real good TV coverage. Basically, it's a studio show, I suppose. <laughs> the old style 
WCW studio show. Crowd, but, uh, actually, just on that, did you see the Professor show without a crowd? No, I saw the Matty Johns both weeks. Haven't Matty Johns did all right, but the Professor no, struggled big time without a crowd. Not even laugh track or what? No. Nah. Mm. <laughs> the song at the end of the show was awesome. The rest of the show. Uh, I haven't seen And that. I love the show too. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I loved show, it show. last year, but without a crowd, yeah. he struggled. You need a host professor, you know I am. But, um, yeah. No, I haven't seen that. No, not at all. That's a good yeah. point because that was really. It was. It was It was weird. It was strange. And But you know, you know what? They're smart enough to do something with that and go, right, we'll move away from that and do it somewhere else or do it. They may as well do it in a bloody room in Jamison Town and be just as. Probably be better, but uh, anyway, uh, yeah, tigers, uh, tigers and knights are like uh, uh, 50 no 50 changes, job, really. I think, to be honest. Um, does Benji back up and do it again? If he does, they win. Um, Ponger and Pierce is the hope for the knights, which is probably going to be their whole season, to be honest. And decent four pack, we talked, talk, touched yep. on Saifidi, Saifidi, Clemmer. Uh, yeah, it's Brayley and the hooker. I, I like Brayley, Pierce, and Ponga together. Yeah, I can see them actually torturing some teams during the year mm. if they get on a roll. I'm going Benji again. I'm going. He does the same again. I'm biased. So you can't take it. You take yeah. the grain of salt. I'll take the other. I'll go the other way. One not. to twelve. I don't think it's gonna be a big gap either way. Yeah. But that said, it is the Tigers in a night, so it could be forty. But exactly. Uh, either could way, be 50 could be plays fifty plays forty-four. It could be. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, both centres be better for our run. I think uh, our halves be better for the run. I really like that right side. Um, Benji, and they get a lot of ball. The Leilua brothers and Nofalu. And they'll be more when Brooks plays. They play more left and right. Yep. And with Benji, they didn't. Whereas it will be a case of right or left. <laughs> It'll be a case exactly. of uh, yeah, players here or players there. And, and down the road because you have Brooks Mumbai. Probably left to be Brooks Mumbai and um, either Momorowski doesn't go or Jennings. So yeah. That's exciting, but for now... And Walters was good, did a good too bad. Did a service he was good. job. He was good. Didn't miss, too, didn't miss a lot. Didn't miss um, a lot. He, he was... Exo- he's got spark. He's got, got him something. going a couple of times. Got him on the front foot as soon as the markers were got, lazy. There were some real good tackles to save him. He just picked his right spot, I think. I think there's real good signs. So. Yeah, um, they they were probably my surprise packet, to be honest. Yeah, uh, I I agree. I, yeah, I, I don't... And we'll know more with... Uh, Everyone can tell more this year, this week, whether um, dragons are what they are, yep, or they're indifferent, and it all. And the, the same with were, to be honest, were, same with the knights because they played the warriors last week. So exactly, and they sort of switched off as well. The, the blowtorch, the half a torch will be back on. But we'll see how it goes. Parramatta six o'clock game. Parramatta Titans. Should we get? Should I be getting all my points back that I didn't get last week? You should. Mm-hmm. Whether it happens or not, it's a different story. At Rabina. Um, yeah, their defence was ugly last week, and it's probably going to be ugly again this week. Um, the, as I said, the, the over their side, I think now is to shift to Peachy on an edge and hope he can do something for them. Yeah, well, the name's on the bench again, and um, but yeah, it might be time to try it. If you, if they're new that team, they're missing Ryan James, which was you know for the last couple of years has been their big engine, just all day. Up the middle, making their yards. They seemed to, yeah, they didn't didn't seem to have much go forward last week. So no, uh, Madison's going to be better for a run. And I expect the Parramatta to run all over the Bulldogs, which they didn't. But it wouldn't surprise me if they did it to the. She's got a soft draw, Parramatta. They do. <laughs> They've got the best draw going into this season. Um, but yeah, you look. You look. They're going to be better for a run. Madison's going to be better for a run. Uh, Mahoney was great. 
Are you going to back up with the pack. Moses captain or what? No. You watch him score 160. I know. I know exactly. Uh, I like Captain Madison, but we'll see. Uh, I'll study that tomorrow. Uh, but, yeah, that should be 13-plus para. So that's our round for the week. Any We've mentioned our certainties as we went along. I'm just going to go. Uh, yeah, any, should we head into our betting tips, Barn? How did we go first round? Punting disaster class. Yeah, we had Golden Super this week, Barney. Have you got a tip for us before we get to that? No, I haven't even looked at it. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. This is real good radio. Oh, I'm glad we plan this we're, out. We're All not doing a racing podcast. What are you talking about? Oh, that's next week. We'll do a, we'll do a late mail stuff. <laughs> Actually, we'll get some coming to your place. We'll throw it up on a page. We'll yeah. come to your place this Saturday because Gold Super's on. That's it. Yeah. Tradition. We've done the last four years. We have. Gold Super at Barnes. We're having a swim. Everyone come around. Come to, uh, no, don't have any address, <laughs> but, uh, but um, there should Throw be a little, video up, maybe we'll do a late mail the for day, the, uh, we'll do a late mail for the races for the and for the footy. Yeah. Uh, but um, what have you got? So Punny Disaster Class had last week, go for us. Yeah, well, I, <laughs> Duck Egg, Holmes' first try scorer, got me a second try, which is useless, obviously, when you're betting on the first try. <laughs> And Manly 1-12, and as we touched on, Cameron Smith kicked the crap out of that. So I'm down $10 this week. Stacey's just on $10 basis, so we're spending 10 bucks each 10 week. 10 bucks each week. Doug How'd the other guy go? Come in with the Gutho first try, which, um, yep, crickets. And um, Tigers Melbourne double at 1-12, paying $6.60, so the Dagster's up by yep. $28. Yeah, so we're going to work with 10 bucks for each week. Lead. We're going to hold ourselves accountable every week, so if you're doing your ass because of us, so are we. So, uh, so we're going to go with that. Barney, do you want to lead off and try to yeah, kick off so this week? Yeah, we go straight into round two. I've gone in with the um, Raiders 13 plus into the Knights 1 to 12 double. Mm-hmm. It's at $6.10 with a $5 bet, and Ponga first try score at 12s. Nice. So that's a potential collective about 80 bucks all up. If we know, we better than that. We've 100 bucks all up. We didn't do maths. If you're an easy accountant, call me out. I didn't listen. Uh, I'm going with not that at all. I'm going with uh, Manly 1 to 12 over East into Melbourne minus a line at 5.5. That's going to pay $7.20 for the 5 bucks. So there's a good 45 bucks for us. I'm going to go kick our first try on the Friday night. Good bet. Kick yeah. out is always a good bet. I made against the, quite yeah. a bit of money with him last year. Yeah, but against that Dragon's uh, Edge, I'm going kick out $18 straight you up get. There's a bit of a payday for you. Yeah. Uh, and my old trick was to do that and save on two no, two hour Naden either side of him because he uh, doesn't mind pop one out the back. Uh, and uh, it's so made me a bit of money in the last two years. So could oh. be miles ahead. So let's see how we go with that. We're going to hold ourselves accountable each and every week. Uh, anything else for the weekend, Barney? You looking forward to? No, I think that's about it, mate. I'm just looking forward to looking the watching the footy. So you're looking forward to bed do. after this weekend and a yeah, four o'clock I'm start ready, tomorrow. Mate. Four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> but we've hoped you've enjoyed the second week of the uh, Footy and Throffies podcast. Uh, listen again next week. Any questions, write it into the Club Trev Facebook page for now. We'll get a Twitter page hit up soon. Um, thanks for all the feedback for last week. We had, it was really well received. Um, Trev Smith, who came on, who's kind of doing it tough, and we send our best wishes out to Trev. Yeah, mate. He's doing well a, he spent the week in hospital again, but he'll be back on his feet soon. Hopefully we have good news for next week for him and have him back again. He did a tremendous job. All the listeners listening to this, I hope you've enjoyed it. And uh, we'll be back next week to do it all again. In the meantime, enjoy the weekend. Barney, to finish on? Yeah, look after yourself, people, and each other. Yep.
And uh, yeah, share the toilet paper. <laughs> Go the Tigers. <laughs> we'll see everyone again shortly. <laughs>